It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No hey, Justine. Hi, David. So, another question for you. Did you see the cameo of Angela on Benny's fight in 90 Day Fiance? I did. I saw on Reddit everyone was talking about it, but I never watched Angela's season or her journey or anything. So, I don't know anything about her. Is this the woman that, like, is a chain smoker? And Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've heard lots about her, but I've never witnessed her for myself. Yeah. Imagine Mama June on 90 Day Fiance, and if you know anything about Mama June or if you watch oh, yeah. me. Yeah. Imagine Mama June on 90 Day Fiance, and that's Angela. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Like, chain smoking. Like, she's chain smoking, and she's, like, rowdy, and she's country girl, and she's, you know, like, like we don't do that here. It's very hairy. Like, you know, oh, Yeah. I love a chain smoker on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which, by the way, we were talking about Vanderpump Rules before we started recording. Mm -hmm. Um, In the later seasons, do you see them smoking on TV? Because I saw something that they changed laws in California where Mm -hmm. you can't smoke at all on a set. So that includes reality TV. So like that's why in reality TV shows like The Housewives, a lot of The Housewives smoke, but you never see it. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering, because there's a lot of smoking in Vanderpump Rules in these earlier seasons. I didn't know that. And I guess because like like the little smokers alley back behind the bar Mm -hmm. or back behind Sir is, is always been sort of like a big drama area. Like, you know, like, Stassi, I need to come talk to you right now. And, like, they all go back and they're all in their, like, chain smoking. And, like, what did you do making out with my man? Like, you know. I know. My like, favorite is Kristen yelling at Ariana. Yeah. She's the one that fucked my boyfriend. And Ariana just, like, shrugs her shoulders. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and 
that become sort of less prominent slash different. Like, you, like, like there's a big tone shift and that actually might really explain it. Um, Cause I do feel, and, and I think most of the people that I've seen talk about it just sort of assume that that's around the time when they all stop working at Sir for real, for real. Right. And they're just kind of like having to come up and show up on set. But I've, yeah, actually, I never thought about that. Yeah, you really don't see smoking in reality TV as much. And granted, like a lot of people don't smoke anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just something that I read because mm-hmm. I know Dorit from Beverly Hills. There's like paparazzi pictures of her smoking, but you never mm-hmm. see her smoke on the show. So I yeah. don't know if that's like, you know, they don't allow her to or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I wonder how the Jersey Shore kids are taking that. They all quit smoking okay. a million Actually, well, so they're in Jersey. So, I mean, you can't. I don't think they're in, I don't think they're East Coast. So they're not. That's a California law. Yeah. But still, yeah. But yeah, the the thing with the Vanderpump cast working at Sir, because where I am now, it's like Tom Tom is just like they just had the party at Tom Tom, even though it's not open yet. I'm assuming the next season it's actually going to be open. Mm -hmm. Um, But they don't actually work at Sir unless they're filming. Right. Because I was thinking like if there there's no way that people weren't showing up there being like Mm -hmm. just to see the cast work and then it would get to, you know. They totally were. In fact, like, um, I don't know if it's still on. Okay. I'm going to say something. I hope if this person is listening, which I doubt they are because they're a lot bigger than I ever, I've gotten. Um, uh, Ryan Bailey. In some of his early podcast stuff after um, he went out on his own, he talks about going to Sir. And this is like right before the pandemic. And um, he had, I, like, I've heard him talk about going to Sir, and it maybe, maybe it might have been on the Sup podcast too. But I've heard him talking about going to Sir, um, and you could see people like Tom Sandoval. I think worked, works, worked. I don't think he works anymore, but definitely worked at Sir. But it seemed to be more sort of like because Tom Sandoval loves bartending. So it could have even been like, no, I'll do it. I love bartending. I'll do it. You don't even have to pay me. Come on. Like, drinks. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, whereas like other people, you know, like Lala doesn't fucking work there. <laughs> right. Um, I don't even know. Sh- like, I like. I think after like season three, none of them officially worked there. Like Brittany might have worked there for an, a season, but then it was just sort of no. Yeah, because the there's show. no way that people weren't going in there and just like mm-hmm. wanting to take pictures with them. And it, it would get oh, totally. way too hectic for them to actually yeah. work there in real life. Yeah. I think also the cast would just sort of like, I'm, I'm, a, rea- I'm a star of Bravo TV's hit reality tv show vanderpump rules yeah i hate this whole 
it tries to make it seem like Lisa's there every day and she's like yeah. their boss. And mm. then like how the two Toms have no money to invest and them putting mm. $50,000 is so much money. It's like, hey, mm. they're on season like six. They're clearly getting a pretty yeah. penny. Yeah. I mean, I could see Tom Schwartz not having any money because he just doesn't know how to save it. <laughs> right. But I can't see Tom Sandoval not having some sort of contingency plan. But then again, yeah. like Tom Sandoval seemed to be okay, seemed to be like it was a lot of money for him, but he was able to come up with it. Whereas Tom Schwartz had to like put it in a briefcase and. <laughs> but Schwartz just paid for that beautiful wedding. Yeah. That cabin wedding. Yeah. Bravo Which didn't pay like for that at all. The nicest that Katie Maloney Schwartz has ever looked. Like I loved her hair and her wedding dress. Mm-hmm. I thought she looked stunning. And I was like, maybe you need a, that stylist every day because there's a lot like like the season <laughs> where she was blonde. Yeah. That which, wasn't a good yeah, look. Which some people. OK, so the word on the street of that is she dyed it. She didn't like it, but they had already started. Fil- but by the time she realized, like, I really don't like this, they had already started filming and they wanted continue contingency so that she had to keep right. it that whole season and right and teen mom some- they make the girls wear these like awful wigs in the first couple seasons because they all really? kept dyeing their hair it's so they're wearing like party city wigs in some okay. episodes it's insane anyways interesting because like some people have said like i would just dye my hair back being say like screw you what are you gonna do fire me because <laughs> that was uh, back when yeah. they weren't firing anybody <laughs> oh well they could have yeah. Because her and Tom really weren't like anything the first two seasons. No, they yeah. were kind of like the background characters. Mm-hmm. But she in was... season five, she is horrible. Yeah. Like, I was like, how are they going to get married? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Has, has Tom Schwartz started wearing his moo's yet when you're watching this? Uh, he he brings it up, but you don't really okay. like see him wear them too much. No. Okay. Oh, wait. Have you. Did you do, did you see the bachelorette party in New Orleans? New Orleans, yes, I yeah. did. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> Look at him; he's a battered wife. <laughs> kicks out, they're both in drag, and he kicks over the door. <laughs> Sandoval and Schwartz went full out in that drag. They got like their eyebrows covered up and everything. Yeah. Jax was like, "I'll do some eyeshadow and a wig, but I'm not not yeah. doing the full out." Sandoval looked like an actual drag queen he looked yeah. incredible yeah sandoval was like if i'm gonna i think that's also a thing with sandoval is that if he's gonna do something he's gonna do it hard he's gonna do it proper he's gonna he's like there are sometimes he gets a little bit too much where he's like showing up at weddings with like the best man suit case thing where he had like i don't know like there are times where he's like he's he's almost like a, a den mother and I'm like, okay, that's a little bit much. I appreciate the sentiment, but like, you didn't need to bring Tam's Fawns for everybody, or maybe you did, but still, it just seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do think that, and it's one of his things that I like about him is like, if he is going to do something, he's going to do it and do it hard and study it, and then like, you know, everyone else is like, let's go water skiing, and then he's like. It's like, oh, this is the first time going water skiing and he's doing backflips. He... 
You know, though, that his Halloween costumes have oh, to be yeah. insane, which yeah. I love. I loved totally. his costume for Ariana's birthday party, the Kings and Queens. Yeah. And he had like those Marilyn Manson contacts in. He looked mm-hmm. so good. And then they showed Stassi's boyfriend who didn't even dress up for her for her mm-hmm. party. Stassi dates the weird, the worst men. I don't know what is wrong with her picker, but Stassi dates the absolute worst men. Okay, so the only people I've seen her with is obviously Jax in the first season and then mm-hmm. um, this Patrick guy. Patrick at, is terrible. But at the reunion, she said that they're like officially done done. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, her new, her husband now, Bo, you'll eventually meet him. I think he's also terrible. Just Ooh, like. okay. Yeah. Like, all, like, like, stop, like, I don't know what is wrong, like. In a different, in like in a di- completely different world, Stassi would have stayed in New Orleans and she would have dated like, she would have become like a, a um, like a, a Joel Osteen wife. Mm-hmm. You know, she'd be like a conservative, I'm pretty sure she's a Republican now, but she'd be just sort of like, I'll pray for you sinners. Totally. Yeah. Like she'd be the upscale version of Mama Plath. I thought you were going to say she'd be the upscale version of Britney's mom. Oh. Is your boyfriend a homosexual? Because oh, yeah. they said that, like, Jax has, like, a gay past or whatever. And she's like, I need mm-hmm. to know if my yeah. future son-in-law has ever kissed another man. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I haven't watched it, mainly because everyone said it's terrible. But the, like, I think it's between this and next season. Jackson Jackson Brittany take Kentucky or something like oh okay so that was in between season five and six because I was because they showed the preview for it at the season five reunion and I was debating on watching it and then I was Mm -hmm. like "Eh, let me just get through this so that I'm all caught up and then if I feel like going back I will but literally no one says it's good like it's not even like you know how you can usually find somebody to defend something yeah. <laughs> I have yet to find anybody who defends Brack, uh, Jackson, Brittany, Tate, Kentucky. Like, everyone was like, this was a misstep. This was a mistake. It shouldn't have happened. It was terrible. It was boring. Andy Cohen really liked, you know, screwed the pooch on this one. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. Brittany's family isn't mm-hmm. likable. If her yeah. family was more likable, then Mm -hmm. obviously it would work. But even in that one episode where they flew her mom and her sister out and then her sister's like trying to get in on all the drama by saying that James's gay friend said that they hooked up or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, go back to, while you're in LA, why don't you get someone to microblade your eyebrows? Yeah. And take your ass back to Kentucky because you're not entertaining. Like Stassi's gay dad, or like Stassi's not gay dad is like more interesting and more fun to watch than... Britney's family yes but Stassi's little brother may I never see him again on that screen that kid is so when they brought him out on the reunion I was Mm -hmm. like are you kidding me yeah so annoying not a fan of him no yeah no I don't think anyone is and like yeah he's so precocious (sighs) fucking children (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. So um let's get started on this unhappy anniversary. Let's do it. Yeah. So we're at some like jewelry design place in 
I, I feel like I I reckon. Oh wait, no, I reckon. Okay, I recognize the restaurant later on. Um, Heather is there, and her husband Josh. No, where am I? I'm in five places at once today. <laughs> I'm reading my notes. Can I do like initial everything? Um, Heather is doing a jewelry event. Josh and Kristen are there, and like they immediately are like already fighting. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And Heather's like, "Yeah, this is my jewelry line that I've designed by like like it's weird because okay, it seemed like Heather says that she designed the jewelry line, but then when you meet the like the jewelry designer, she basically is like, "Yeah, this is inspired by." Um, uh, Heather and Jax's journey. Right. Yeah, Heather was like trying to take credit for it almost. Yeah. She's definitely that type of gal. Oh, yeah. And wasn't the jewelry like like little like like my son got a liver transplant. So this is this is the charm on my bracelet that's his liver. Yeah, it was totally. Which I'm sure there's a market out there for. I don't see it, but you know, I also Maybe we, maybe it's one of those like you have kids and your brain changes things, right? Because I wouldn't be all like, "Here's a charm of a lung," because my husband got a lung transplant. Yeah, very MLM-y. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a jewelry person anyway, so yeah, you know, when I see jewelry, I don't really it doesn't nothing stands out to me. But I did yeah. notice that Jacques was there, Luann's boyfriend, who we yes. haven't seen in a hot minute. Yeah, he was there. Luann was there as well. Um, uh, spe- just to go back a little bit, I do. Um, for a long, t- like my grandmother, and I think she got it from her her mother, had this like giant bracelet where like all of the kids and the grandkids had like a giant head with like their name and the birth date engraved. So it was this like <laughs> dangly, spangly thing. <laughs> And then she had like a little lily for the like the Virgin Mary. It was just it was a lot. Oh jeez. Yeah, I think my mother has it, but my mother's like, I don't wear shit like this. <laughs> you can just stay in the box. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Luann and Jocks are there, and this is like where Ramona's finally back from her trip to Africa, where she apparently like became the Dalai Lama, like she. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Saw the, the, ty- like the lion's mating, and she became like one with nature. She's now... Like the mother goddess, she's 
Yeah, um, she's like relaxed and rejuvenated. She's a whole yeah. new person. Mm-hmm. She's Gaia, the spirit of the earth from Planeteer. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody, just get along and peace and love and Pino and <laughs> where did this come from? Maybe she did ayahuasca or something. Ramona on ayahuasca would be a trip. Ramona on any drug at all. Yeah. Besides well, cocaine, because we've obviously seen her on cocaine. Right. Um, and this is where Heather, I think Heather and Ramona are talking, and Heather's like, Aviva is not welcome at my anniversary party. I'm sorry. I just, I can't. She just said too many things. It's just, you know, I can't. Holla. And Ramona brings up being excluded from London. Uh-huh. She, you're an uh, excluder. You're an excluder. You exclude people. Get yeah. Excluding people. <laughs> it's so funny how like how much Ramona took that to heart and still does. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I, I wonder if what Ramona can't say is we're on a show together, sweetie. You can't keep telling people that they're not invited. Right. But and Heather's like, it's my party. I'm going to do what I want. Go to hell. And in a way, Heather's right. But also they're all on a show together. Yeah, it's true. It, and I'm almost wondering if Heather and Jonathan had like two separate anniversary type of parties, one for the mm-hmm. show. And then they did one separate with like maybe their close friends who didn't want to yeah. be filmed. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, I can't see Heather being like, I'm going to. Like, she even says, like, oh, all of my friends, like, I'm still friends with everybody who came to my wedding, and they're all here. <laughs> it's like, like, Kristen and Luann were at your wedding? Yeah. <laughs> Ten years ago? Right. There's also this weird conversation about whether Josh should get a blowjob or not. Carol is so strange in this episode because she yeah. brings it up here. She brings it up another time. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going off about like, oh, you should once a week or something or three times yeah, a week. It was day. it was somewhere in a week thing. And I'm like, I feel like that's a lot. Yeah, It's like, Carol, you're single. Also, Josh is 50. Like, I mean, how many times can he actually like blow his load? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's so strange for Carol's yeah. telling Kristen in front of Josh that she needs to give her husband more blowjobs. I would be like, and then Carol's saying that blowjobs are so easy, and it's like, Carol, because your mouth is fucking huge. Yeah. I'm I'm just like, I, is Carol telling us that she shares something in common with Nancy Reagan? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, careful. <laughs> <sighs> but no, I, I do think it's, it is kind of fascinating to hear Carol talk about how much she like loves to give blowjobs because I feel like that's not a usual take. Like, I'm not. It's like it's like the TikTok where the comedian is talking about how she thought she liked dick until she heard gay men talking about dick. <laughs> I've never seen that. What did she say? I'll see if I can send it to you. But she's like, um, uh, she doesn't exact. She doesn't say exact things, but she was like, "Gay men talk about dick the way straight men wish women talked about dick." (laughs) 
and that gay men talk about dick the way that like little ch- little Christian children talk about Christmas, <laughs> and women talk about dick the way that Jews talk about Christmas, and it's like oh well the music's nice, but I wish like it didn't start in October. <laughs> it's kind of true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. For me, blowjobs is like it. It has to be something with a specific person. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel about it personally. Yeah. It's like if you're doing it to somebody that like you love and like whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, but for just random hookups, it's like I don't want to do that. Yeah, and I mean, this is not you know a indictment of anybody or anything, but you know I have been invited to parties that are like. <laughs> The invitation is like the lights are off and everyone will have wristbands to tell you what they'd like to give or receive. (laughs) Okay, Patreon episode about that. (laughs) Please. But like that's like a whole thing of like, oh, yeah, let's get get on my knees in the dark. And you're just like, whoever comes to me. Oh, God. I can almost see Carol like being into that, you know, like. Oh, for sure. This yeah. this just conversation here, it, I think it was more specifically that it was with a married couple. True, yeah. And she's coming off as very, like, pick-me energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I give good head, Josh. It wasn't like it was just, like, three girlfriends talking or something. Yeah. You know, that would have been yeah. completely different. Yeah, the fact that Josh was there and Carol was sort of berating Kristen for not giving him enough head just felt weird. Yeah. And Carol off. has weird energy to me. Yeah. it. I don't know. And I just feel like her first season, she's so likable and mm-hmm. she just slowly starts to go downhill. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like that thing where she met with her really boring gay friend for coffee. Mm-hmm. And they were both just like talking and they were so completely unrelatable. I don't like and it wasn't anything bad. Just like. Every now and then, like, you just think of, like, oh, wait, Carol married into, like, some of the most prestigious uh, prestigious families in the world and lives an entirely different lifestyle than any of the rest of us. Totally. Like, I can even – I think that, like, she's even above most of the other women on this show. Like, Ramona – you know, I, I see, I see like somebody like Ramona or even Sonia. Oh, Sonia's different, but like Ramona, even though she didn't, she did not grow up poor. There are still some, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, some like relatable things of like, okay, I can see how an average person could relate to you over some things of how you grew up and you know, all of this stuff. Carol, I don't know much about like her early life, but the fact that like she married a prince and was like best friends with JFK Jr., like that just sets you off in like what the hell territory. I agree with that. I feel like I want to read Carol's book. Yeah. Or listen to the audiobook or something because mm-hmm. I feel like I want to know how she grew up, mm-hmm. how much money she had, how she met anthony yeah. she was a reporter though or something right that's yeah how she, met she was him. a reporter she worked for cnn for a long time okay interesting yeah yeah i agree though she she isn't like uh 
you live in a completely different world than me territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even someone like Luann, like I could see myself hanging out with Luann for like a night and finding things like finding things to talk about. But like, yeah, Carol, I just feel like I just sit there and be just like, okay, what are we doing? Which speaking of Luann, so she did her her tour Mm -hmm. and I saw some videos of her on Reddit because I guess she has a portion of the show where the audience gets to ask her questions Mm -hmm. and somebody asked can you be honest with us and tell us what really happened with the pirate since it was like so many years later Uh and Luann said she's like honest to god truth I did not have sex with him she said Mm -hmm. that she stayed up drinking with him until like four o'clock in the morning and then she Mm -hmm. said oh shit everyone's gonna think that we slept together so she came up with the Mm-hmm. excuse which she says looking back on it she realized it made her look even worse and yeah. she goes i swear to god though i would admit it if i slept with him i didn't but sonia did mm-hmm. i mean so i, I, I kind of believe her i think she was like doing I, coke with him all night or something yeah i kind of believe her i can see it i can see it both ways but yeah i kind of yeah i can see that yeah i can see her like not realizing what she was doing and then realizing after the fact, like, oh, shit, this is going to look bad. And then making up a lie that just makes it look worse. Yeah, totally. I think she was drinking, doing a couple lines, yeah. chain smoking. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I've had a 100 nights like that. The time just flies yeah. by. Next thing you know, the birds are chirping and you're yeah. like, oh, I fucked up. I need yeah. to go home now. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Uh, So... After, like, the blowjob talk, we cut to Ramonia, who's with Sonia and Aviva, and they're shopping. And it looks like they're either shopping at the Container Store or CB2. I was like, what Ikea type of Manhattan place is this? I think, well, at first I thought it was um, CB2, but also CB2 and the Container Store were right next to each other on the Upper East Side or by Bloomingdale's. COVID hit the container store and it's gone now. But a lot of the a lot of the stuff that they had looked very container store. But I also know there's sort of a people with money cultural cachet of a CB2. I hope it's CB2 because it's Creighton Barrow too. I don't know. But there's like a CB2 dorm room aesthetic that also happens because they're shopping for Avery's college experience. Right. And then they say Aviva's there because she needs some stuff for her new townhouse. And it's like the type of stuff they were looking at. It's like there's no way in hell Aviva's buying any of this. It was all strictly for Avery. Yeah. Yeah. She's not getting like the the blue plastic little push away shelf thing. (laughs) (laughs) You can get it in blue, yellow or red. It did really make me want to do an Ikea run, though. Mm, but yeah. I don't know. The Ikea where I live, it's, like, always so busy. Is mm, Ikea yeah. like that for you? Like, you can go first thing it when is. they – and there's, like, a line outside the door already. It's like, oh, I hate what people I've, so much. What I've done in the past, depending upon the time. One time I knew I had a couple big ticket items that I was going to have to get. So I went – Um, didn't matter when. I was like, okay, it's going to be busy. Fine. And then, like, I wrote, I looked through the, the storeroom and was like, this is all the stuff that I want. And I wrote down exactly what, like, the, the, the SKU numbers were. 
And then I scouted out the warehouse and was like, okay, this is what I want. This is where all these things that are I want too. And then I took a day, I took a work day off and like rented a U-Haul. <laughs> Got there at 9.30 and it opened up at 10. Hung out in the parking lot. Um, actually, I think I got there at at nine, and the cafeteria opened at nine thirty. There was something where like the cafeteria opens up beforehand, so, and it was also in the winter, so no no one was there. Mm-hmm. And it was like a Tuesday. Went to Tuesday. <laughs> Went to the cafeteria, got breakfast, which they actually have a good cheap breakfast there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still serving it. Then. The moment ever, then when I was done, everything was opened up. So skipped the showroom, went down to the warehouse, got all the furniture, and was like in the checkout by like ten fifteen. <laughs> That's actually such a smart idea. Yeah, I say IKEA runs, especially if you're getting the big ticket items. You need like two, two goes because you want to see if they have it in stock, and you want to see where it is, and you want to like so that you can. Spend the first time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good idea. Yeah. I've started doing, in my kitchen, I bought a bunch of those, like, plastic containers with the little labels that you can write on and wipe off and write on again mm-hmm. um, to start organizing all of, like, my um, staples, like, flour and sugar and stuff. Yeah. It looks cute. I have that too. My mom is obsessed with that show on Netflix, like the home edit. You know those people? I haven't seen that, but I know what you're talking about. And my mom's like one of those people that will like watch Marie Kondo or like, Mm -hmm. you know, read a book about feng shui or something like that. And then she'll like get obsessed with it for like a week and then completely forget about it. And she like Mm -hmm. obsesses over it and buys books. So she like gave me her home edit book and Mm -hmm. it has like those things in it and stuff. And it's... It's cool. It like shows you how to like organize your closet a certain way. You know, they're the editors to the stars. Nice. Yeah. I, there's a lot of things I'm trying to throw away or get rid of lately. Um, And I'm trying to organize some things down, but I don't want to like, there's a bit of like of a Marie Kondo, but then there's also like some of this stuff I actually like, you know? But no, I I know. They say, they say only keep it if it sparks joy. Mm-hmm. But I'm I totally get it. I'm one of those people. I'm like, I have so many clothes I don't wear. Why do mm-hmm. I have them? And then it's like, well, what if I want to wear this like five yeah. months from now and then I'll regret it, even though I yeah. haven't worn it in three years. Yeah, I did go through my closet, I think last year. And we just like, um, I hate this shirt. I hate how it feels. I don't even like the color. I don't know why I have this. And then like the next shirt, I'm like, this one always makes me feel fat. I hate it and I've gained weight. So it's not even going to like fit anywhere better. I don't need to keep clothing for like, well, when I lose weight. I know it's, it's so ridiculous, but we all do it. Yeah. So my closet's a lot smaller. And then I bought like a thing to put inside of it for underwear and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I can move some like bookshelves around. Um, Yeah. Anyway, so after that, Kristen is doing some picks for Yummy. And it's a really short bit, but Heather's like, oh, yeah, I love Kristen. And she's done a whole bunch of modeling stuff for Yummy. And I love that she's, like, approachable and just, you know, like a regular girl. And I'm like, in what world is Kristen a regular girl? Even as a model, she's, like, 
she's tall and gorgeous and a size zero and like beautiful blonde legs for days. Like she's not a regular girl. She's not like approachable. She's like. I mean, okay. Are you watching Dubai right now? No, I need to start though. There's only like three episodes so far. Okay. So, you know, okay. um, but there's a girl on it, Chanel Ion, and mm-hmm. she is a supermodel and she is so thin and so tall mm-hmm. and her personality is just so over the top and like she seems very unapproachable mm-hmm. so compared to like a model like that i would say yeah. Kristen is more girl next door but mm-hmm. she's definitely not like the everyday girl she's definitely yeah. much above average yeah i do think that Kristen seems like somebody who would be fun to hang out with like she seems approachable in that sense but if i saw like with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I feel like if I was looking into yummy to wear, not that that would be me, but, you know, if I was looking into yummy shapewear to wear and I saw Kristen wearing it, I'd be like, okay, that's probably not for me. That's probably for, like, rich upper east side women who are like oh i have like two extra pounds from when i had little ottoman so i need to wear this until i can get it like surgically removed (laughs) you know it's not right yeah like stassi on vanderpump rules should i wear Spanx tonight it's like girl you're like a size two why do you need Spanx? right yeah like (laughs) Just wear the fucking Spanx. You're going to hate yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. Which, by the way, oh, mm. I just watched the episode where that Kevin Lee guy calls Katie fat. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, sweetie, last time I saw you, you weren't this big. You like that. That's a problem. I was like, whoa. Yeah. She handled a- it so well, though. I was like, damn. That's right. that's bad. And Everyone then, and then it showed her like <laughs> it showed him apologizing to her, and he's like, "Uh, I'm sorry." And just like yeah. hands her the flowers, and it's like, "Okay, you could tell that Lisa was like, we need to get you apologizing to her on camera, mm-hmm. or else I will look like an asshole for continuing to work with you after this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, so yesterday I was out in Bryant Park with a friend of mine was in town, and some of her friends were there. So it was. Me and, like, six women. Mm-hmm. And three of them were black women. Mm-hmm. And this guy, like, comes up to us as we're all sitting there. Like, I bought a bottle of, like, cupcake Prosecco. And, like, we're sitting there, like, having that and, like, some Girl Scout cookies just, like, chatting. And this guy, like, just shows up and starts, like, going, like, 
Like, y'all need to be working now that abortion is illegal in America. And, like, all of them just, like, collectively, (laughs) like, went super saiyan. It's not funny, but it was just sort of like, what the fuck? And, like, that. A very New York moment. Like, that would only happen in New York. Yeah. Kevin Lee saying that kind of triggers the same reaction, I feel. Um, not in exactly the same way, but you know, yeah, that just, that reminded me of that. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Like it was like, sir, you better run or else, uh, you're about to be like murdered yeah. and like dismembered. Like they won't find your pieces. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so now it's Ramona's- How was that Prosecco though? Cause that sounds delicious. <laughs> It's actually good. Um, it doesn't, it's not, the brand is called Cupcake. It doesn't taste like cupcakes. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it does have a sweeter, it's like a sweeter Prosecco. It's less dry, more sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a good price point. It was under 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. I don't buy any type of wine that's like cost more than $12. Yeah. Like, once like... I bought that bottle that Stasi's always drinking it on Vanderpump, it's a Pinot Grigio, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's the same kind that they say it's, like, Kylie Jenner's favorite wine and, like, Drake's favorite wine, and that's, like, $16, and one time mm-hmm. I bought that just to try it, and that was yeah. even, like, expensive for me. I'm, like, no, yeah. $10 bottles all the way. Yeah. This what Cupcake was, the Cupcake wine was, like... I actually got it at two places and the first one it was about 17 and the other one it was like 12 so it was I don't know why the price point variation but also welcome to New York I think his one was near Times Square and the other one wasn't oh yeah that'll do it yeah but it's like a it's like a cheap decent Prosecco um and it went well with the girls cup cookies (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um okay so uh Ramona ends up calling Heather to like let's talk about not inviting Aviva and I also feel like with this it's Ramona's like the queen bee so if she feels that Aviva like I think if she didn't care that Aviva I don't know like Somehow, I think for some reason she feels like her Ramona-ness has been impinged upon. And so, like, only she, like, if, like, if she was not going to invite Aviva to something or Heather to something, she'd be like, I don't care. But because she feels that, like, protocol has been something, I don't know. There's something that feels like Ramona is, like, trying to produce the show. Yeah, I agree with that. She just wants everyone to get along, okay? Yeah. Like, I don't think that's the case, but still. So, Aviva, or no, Aviva and Heather decide to meet. And Aviva's like, well, I'll do this for the group. Which means Mm -hmm. I'll do this for the sake of ratings. Exactly. So then, um... She popped a gummy. I probably should wear my helmet. (laughs) 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 Chewing them. It was a multivitamin gummy, not like a weed gummy. <laughs> oh, I, I assumed it was a weed gummy. 
No, I just every time I hear someone say like gummy, Mm -hmm. anything like that, that's where my brain goes. Oh yeah, I know. I bought these like nutrition gummies and they're not that great. And one of them is apple cider vinegar and it's supposed to not, not taste like apple cider vinegar, but like it smells a little bit like wheat. Oh yeah. And I'm like, let me just finish the bottle and I'll never buy this again. Mm-hmm. So they are at so it's um bless you. It's Jonathan has invited Kristen and Carol to we don't actually it's weird because we don't actually see the name of the restaurant, but I know exactly what restaurant this is. Oh, okay. Petrosian. It's right across the street from Carnegie Hall. And their big claim to fame is caviar. But like there was one time I was like looking, I was like, you know what? I really want like a fancy pastry. I want like a little like a piece of cake or maybe an opera cake. Or like I don't want to just get like a brownie from Starbucks. I want like a small piece of cake with maybe like something sticking up off the side and like maybe like a thing off this off the other side, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a bakery, but it's like there's the bakery or like they have like the the patisserie or whatever it is, and it's right next to the main um, restaurant. And so you can go in and you can get a coffee, whatever. But like I walked it, but you can also buy caviar to go as opposed to sitting down in the restaurant. So on one side is the caviar station and the other side is the patisserie and like I walk in and it smells like fish that was like I can't have a slice of like fancy chocolate cake in a restaurant that smells like fish I can't do it I I just can't I've never had caviar Mm -hmm. I probably never will in my life because I'm just not a seafood person and just the Mm -hmm. thought of it seems gross like even when they're like trying it and they're like Mm oh this one's creamy I was like (laughs) I don't understand when people say creamy caviar because I'm, they're all just little balls and they all taste like salt. Like, I, not that I'm a caviar expert, but I've had it a couple times. In fact, the, the party that I was at last night, um, after the Bryant Park thing, the, the host was serving like little mini potatoes Mm-hmm. that had a dollop of sour cream and a little bit of caviar on them. So there were like That's potatoes so that bougie. were like, yeah, they were like <laughs> potatoes that were like the size of a fingernail that had been baked and then like smashed a little bit with like a little bit of sour cream and a little bit of chive and a little bit of uh, caviar. And then there were these like finger sandwiches that were um, like a toasted bread with um, truffle on it. And then, uh, some sort of like fancy cheese and then there was some sort of like little potato pancakes with uh, salmon this sounds it's funny because the food was extremely bougie but the company was not <laughs> yeah that sounds so bougie to me yeah just mini potatoes in general yeah <laughs> Now I have also been to I used to have some I used to have some friends who threw one of them was from one of them was from Russia. Like he grew up in Russia. So he and his partner would have these like Russian Christmas parties. 
and everybody would have to come dressed up. And those were like fancy in their own way, but it also seemed like when he served caviar, because he would have caviar, but it would be like next to all this other Russian food. <laughs> and I think for them, it was sort of like a fancy thing, but it was not as hoity-toity as we make it out to be. Like, we're like, oh, caviar. And there it's just sort of like, it's sort of, I don't know, it was like the nice thing you break out for parties. Okay. And so even even some of them like middle class and maybe lower middle class still will get caviar, but it's kind of like as a treat. Right. Special and occasion. Just, yeah. And not just like, this is what the rich people eat. So, but I guess like in that case, it would be like, this is what the rich people eat, but they eat it every day. But yeah, it's just, it's. Um, usually you have to put it with something like either with like sour cream or these like little potato pancakes or like on a toast point. Um, and then there's something to keep it on the toast point. So like it's some sort of cream or whatever. So when they're like, oh, it's so creamy. I'm like, you're probably just tasting the sour cream or the fuck or the butter or (laughs) whatever. But yeah, it, they taste, it's, it's salty and like a little chewy, but you don't have to actually chew it because it's. They're so small. Uh, I, I'm just not a seafood person. Yeah. This is like, I don't think caviar tastes like fish, but it still does not taste. I don't know. It doesn't taste. It, it, to me, it's it tastes salty. That's what it tastes like to me. Yuck. Like briny. It tastes like seawater, like, like salt water almost. I don't know. Anyway, but apparently I'm like fine. Sheena. I don't like seafood. Yeah, <laughs> I will leave. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's fine. Um, but apparently he's like getting Jonathan is getting a bunch of caviar for Heather's tenth anniversary, and then he's also telling Heather and Kristen about Carol Heather, and Kristen. Carol and Kristen about how Heather promised to have like a girl guy girl threesome on their 10th anniversary. Mhm. And it seems weird. Yeah, he said that like the they met a girl and she was like in the Heather or something like that, but Heather mm-hmm. like would never agree to it and then Carol once again mm-hmm. was like Oh, but like that would be great because the girl would be kissing. Like, why is Carol so horny in this episode? I don't. Did (laughs) Carol like just break up with Russ or something? Is this why she's like ready to like go down? Yeah, maybe it's some sort of like because you know they say how like women get horny as they like get older. Mm -hmm. Maybe it has like something to do with that. I don't know. Just going through some changes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so afterwards, Aviva and Heather sit down, and I think Aviva's like, "All right, ground rules: there's no yelling or cursing." <laughs> I I loved this scene. Mm-hmm. They're like at a wine bar, and just the editing's so funny because Aviva's like, "Oh, this is really sweet," talking about because Aviva's there first, and she has her wine, and mm-hmm. Heather's like, "Nah, I like something a little more dry." It was, like, right off the bat, the shade. And this also felt like, I wonder if this is on any of, if this scene itself is on any of the Housewives ASMR channels, because it feels like it should be, where she's, Heather, because Aviva's, like, like, 
what was it? Um, I felt like I had to take it up the butt. I was verbally raped. Heather's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I did not fucking say that, you fucking bitch. <laughs> this this one line fucking killed me. Aviva's mm-hmm. like, what do I say about people? And then Heather's like, you said Sonia was on a downward spiral like Anna Nicole Smith. And then Aviva's like, that's a huge compliment. Yeah. She died, Aviva. That's not a compliment. <laughs> Yeah, this whole fight was just like iconic love. <laughs> That's a compliment. She died of Eva. I don't know, if somebody hasn't done the ASMR version of this, I feel like I need to do it. <laughs> yes, please. You can put it on TikTok. But yeah, it's yeah, it, it's if this is not considered an iconic um um fight, it really needs to be. And like at yeah. one point in time, Aviva's like, like, so do you consider work you consider working mothers to be more important than stay-at-home mothers? <laughs> and Heather's just like, You're dramatic. Don't mm-hmm. call me dramatic. Why? You're dramatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and it's like, wait. Um, I think Aviva is the one who accuses her and Carol of being lovers. Like, why are you defending Carol so much? Do you, are you are you guys lovers? And then Heather's like, it's so funny because you can almost see the exact moment when the wine starts, like, uh-huh. getting to them. Because mm-hmm. Heather's just like, listen, I don't need to defend Carol, okay? And then Aviva says something interesting to me. She compares sh- – she's been doing this all season, right? Like, comparing her book to having a baby. Yeah. They all kind of do this. And then she goes, it's like when you have a baby and someone says to you, oh, did you have a C-section or natural instead of asking you how much the baby weighs? Mm-hmm. This made me self-reflect a little bit because I've definitely asked a few of my friends about mm-hmm. their birthing experiences over the actual baby. And then I'm like, eh. oh, shit, am I an asshole? Do they like I, think I'm an asshole for that? I don't think so because like the birthing I mean, again, I am not somebody who has had kids, and I'm not ever going to be in a position of having kids that way. Mm-hmm. I, but I feel like that is part of the whole experience of, like, are you okay? This happened to you. You pushed something the size of a watermelon out, the, the, something the size of a lemon. Like, is your pussy put back together? <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, um, and it's still asking about you as opposed to, and I don't think, I don't think Aviva is making, I don't think Aviva is making the right connections here. Right. Yeah. Her analogies are a little distorted. I mean, this is the woman who said she was verbally raped. So, I mean... Yeah, I I don't yeah. think her her analogies are not quite working together. However, Heather ends up extending an invitation to the party, and she's still think about it though. That's where I think that she's a little bit tipsy and was just like, mm. eh, you know, and you're just like a little bit tipsy. You're in that perfect mood, and you're like, eh, yeah, why not? I'll, I'll just, uh, well, I'll be I thought friends. She said she had to talk to Josh about it. Like, yeah, we're friends now, but I need to talk to Jonathan about inviting you right well aviva took it as a that's true yeah you are invited to the party so yeah ramona 
is making breakfast for Avery, and I really don't give a shit about this scene. I don't know. Did you? No, it's just a, they're talking about Avery going away to college, and mm-hmm. you know she says that she wants to work like in the family business or whatever, and we just yeah. see flashbacks of her. Avery is not a likable child on the show. She's not someone I care to see yeah. grow up or do stuff. Right. You know? So, no, I don't care. Yeah. So, Kristen and Carol are at Sarah Beth's, which is on the Upper West Side, um, which I've been to. I've also been to the one right across the street from Central Park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty good. They do, like, basic- I need to come to New York, and we can go on a Housewives tour. Right? <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Like, locate all of the places, like, iconic places. Yeah. Yes. But they have pretty good food. It's a little bit pricey. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's, I'd say it's overpriced, but it's also bougie. Right. So it's, like, not as expensive for bougie food as you would think, but it's still, like, I don't know, bougie brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not bad. They also sell, like, jam. Like, this, they, like, they sell bougie jams that are, like, almost ten dollars and it's right next to the like the smuckers which are you know four jesus yeah so that yeah um they're joined by yolanda and brandy i know who brandy granville is but i didn't recognize these people oh jesus christ okay so beverly hills uh okay first of all before I just say anything, justice for Zane, mm-hmm. for all the One Direction heads out there. Okay. Um, so Zane from One Direction has a baby yeah. with Gigi Hadid, who is okay. Yolanda's daughter. Also, okay. Bella Hadid is her other daughter. And Yolanda's just not a very – she's a monster. Mm-hmm. She – um. You know, you can probably just YouTube, like, compilations of her promoting anorexia to her daughters. Like, there's okay. a moment in Beverly Hills when Gigi's at a photo shoot and she's like, Mom, I'm really hungry. And Yolanda tells her to suck on an almond. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gigi also wanted to join the volleyball team in high school. And Yolanda told her that she wasn't allowed because her body was going to become too muscular and that she's a supermodel. So she has to be skinny. Oh, wow. And... uh Brandy came off so likable in this scene, but Brandy is normally like a nightmare. Okay. Like she's an insane drunk and just like, you know. So Yolanda was introduced with a different last name. Like is, cause is she, has she, has she ever been like Yolanda Hadid? Uh, I mean, I guess so. But at this time she was married to, um, What's his name? The music producer. Okay. Uh, David Foster. Is that his name? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Carol, because Carol even said something like, oh, when I met Yolanda, I wanted to get with her husband or whatever. Yeah. Like, Carol, you're giving us like, yeah, you, you're right with like the pygmy girls. Because then like, then we go into Kristen's whole bachelorette party where she like almost fucked Elvis. The story was so funny how they said, like, he was actually, like, looked like Elvis or whatever. But Mm -hmm. then when they met him afterwards, he just had, like, a shit ton of makeup on. Like, they saw him up close and they were like, Mm -hmm. "Eh, never mind. Yeah. (laughs) Stage makeup and contouring. And then there was something about 
Josh with vasectomies. And again, Carol talks about blowies. And I was like, Jesus Christ, Carol. Oh, yeah, because Kristen said that she didn't have sex with him for a long time because mm. she wanted him to get a vasectomy because she, like, didn't want to take birth control and she didn't want to get pregnant again. Like, jeez. Mm. Yeah. Carol's just like... Give him blowies. And then Girl. friggin' Yolanda. Yolanda's the worst. She's like, well, just remember, if you don't put out, someone else will. Yeah. Yolanda's an awful human being. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Kristen and Carol? My notes say KNC, babies, what happened? Oh, there was like an interstitial... Okay. Thing about them, like talking about sex or whatever. Yeah. Again, Carol's really horny this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, then Aviva is having like lunch or something with Sonia and Ramona, and this is where she reveals that she did, she was rescinded an invite from Heather's party. Like she got like a one a.m. text that was like, "Hey, so sorry, I thought about it, and even though the water's under the bridge, I still don't feel comfortable inviting you to my party." Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> So my theory is, as I said, Heather was a little bit tipsy. She felt good. She's like, eh, whatever. And then the next day she woke up and was like, I don't want that bitch coming to my party. Uh, <laughs> and sent her the text. Yeah. Now, do you think she should have invited Aviva to the party? Mm. I mean, no. Because I, mm. I could see why she wouldn't want Aviva there considering mm-hmm. like the big fight they got into at Luann's. I could totally see her being like, I just don't want any drama. It's my wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought, feel- I thought what Sonia and Ramona did was shitty though. Yes. I thought that was shitty. Like y'all don't know this woman that well. Just go to the fucking party. But I also feel that from Heather's point of view, not inviting Aviva does extend the drama as well. Right. Um, but yeah, so Sonia and Ramona are like, well, we're not going to Heather's party. And she'll just have to rot. Ramona, I know, Sonia says it first, and then Ramona's like, well, if you're not going, I'm not going. I'm not going to have any fun without you there. <laughs> yeah, she's got a point there. So we're at the party, and the very first thing we see is Kristen and Josh walking up and having a huge fight. Yep. Which apparently was due because he was late. He wasn't, like, ready to leave when she Mm. was ready to leave or something like that. But it didn't seem like they were late. It seemed like they walked in at a very appropriate time. Well, I also think they were doing, like, white people timing. And I think... Uh, yeah, I don't know. And Kristen very much wanted to like go, and he was. I'm pretty sure that has nothing to do with actual timing, and just was sort of another like bitch eating crackers moment for a couple that's clearly about to break up. Right, but I'm like, I think it's a woman thing, and I'm like this too, where like I will take three hours to get ready and make you mm-hmm. wait for me, but mm-hmm. if you do not have your shoes on and are ready to go the second that I am ready to leave out mm-hmm. the door, like. I will freak out. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> well, also, if you've been taking three hours to get ready, like, Josh has had enough time to, like, get his fucking shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Carol is there. Luann and Jocks are there. And Luann is the one who's been designated to tell Heather that Sonia and 
Ramona aren't coming, which seems like a really shitty move. Mm-hmm. And I know Luann's pissed about it, and I would be too. I'd be like, I am not your errand runner. But I guess like Luann is also trying to keep on Ramona's good graces, so she does. She still gets invited back to be in the show. Yeah, Luann still like needs to be involved in some sort of way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I kind of agreed with Heather here, where it was like, if you're not gonna come, at least tell me. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely one of those people. I'm like, shit happens if you're late, if you're not coming, mm-hmm. if something. But you have to just let the person know. You can't just like. Yeah. You know, like I I rescheduled this recording. Um, mm-hmm. imagine if I just like didn't text you and left you hanging and texted you like 24 hours later and was like sorry i wasn't feeling good so i just slept in you know what i mean it's like you have to give someone the courtesy i agree there's also a conversation about bickering versus fighting and that what heather and jonathan do is bickering and what (laughs) Kristen and josh do is fighting (laughs) which makes sense I don't know. And this is also where like Heather is all, yeah, I thought it was just too much too soon to invite Aviva over because, you know, I just I can't. I mean, there was going to be drama either way. Yeah. Because like if Aviva showed up, her and Carol probably would have gotten into it again. Ramona probably mm. would have started something. Sonia yeah. probably would have been hammered and made a fool out of herself. Something would have yeah. happened. And then, yeah. obviously, with her inviting Aviva and then uninviting her, now we get this whole um, kind of spiral of drama with Sonia not coming and then Ramona. Mm-hmm. You know, something was yeah. going to go down either way. Right. And this way, it seems a little bit less. It seems like you can actually enjoy your party instead of having to deal with the drama spiraling out the party. Yeah. I don't think Heather really cared that much. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she really didn't. Uh, she makes some comment about like I, I didn't want I I don't have to deal with the like Ramona Stinger, and she's very proud of herself for that pun. The singer Stinger, Ugh. singer Stinger. Uh, then Jonathan gives her a giant tote bag of caviar, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's a tote bag of caviar! We're party rocking in the house tonight." I mean, as I said, I've never had caviar or anything like that but this was a strange way to present it yeah like here's a a refrigerated tote bag bag. yeah it's like you couldn't have come up with something a little more bougier for that moment Mm -hmm. i don't know needed a tote bag too (laughs) it was strange Mm -hmm. like oh this feels filled with something what could it be I would I would have rather a tote bag full of cash. Yeah. (laughs) Or I don't know. Yeah, it just it was it was was weird. And I was also annoyed by afterwards how she said we're party rocking in the house tonight, and I'm all like, girl, girl. Okay, this party like the dancing, Mm -hmm. so cringe. It was like Elaine from Seinfeld times a thousand. I'm not a Seinfeld person. Don't kill me. Mm-hmm. I know who she is. I just don't know yeah. the reference. Go- I'll either Google or I'll send you some links of like Elaine Seinfeld dancing. Okay. Actually, if you want to, you can probably look at it now because like we're at the end of this. But like, yeah, look look up 
look, look up Elaine Seinfeld dancing, or I can send you a link. Is it like an ongoing joke through the series, just like uh, the dude I from Fresh Prince? It's... No, not necessarily. Okay, it's, first thing, um, Elaine Seinfeld dance comes up. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because she was considered such a cool person or a cool character or a cool thing, and then um, this scene happens. Okay, so I have it on mute, obviously, but she's right. like giving a toast right now. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to fast forward. She's still giving a toast. Mm -hmm. Looks like they're at some sort of wedding or party. Ooh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Very cringe. Mm -hmm. It was like that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and also, exactly. I want to know the music that they were like actually listening to. Yeah, it seemed like they were trying to do the the non-licensed version of something. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't quite figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> David's popular today. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden like one person will message me and then I'll get like 20 text messages, but they'll be like, Especially if it's on one of the apps that people will be like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? What's going on? There'd be like 20 messages like that. And like, just send one fucking message. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. I hate that. Yeah. But that's like, one of, that's one of my personal pet peeves. But yeah, we end on this like bad white people dancing party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway. But yeah, that's kind of where we end this episode. Um, we get like a preview of next week, but you know. How about some golden apple, rotten apple? Okay, so my rotten is going to be Yolanda. Okay. <laughs> Just because I really don't like her. Mm -hmm. And um, my golden is going to be... I don't know. No one really like stood out for me this week for the golden. but mm -hmm. So I'll just give it to Heather. Why not? She was fine. Sure. Okay. I think I'm going to give my rotten apple to I'm going to give my rotten apple to Carol for the weird thing that she like for keep talking about blowy like like berating Kristen for not giving Josh blowies in front of him like that that that's not cool behavior. And my well golden deserved. apple Yeah. I think my golden apple I'm going to give to I think it's the waiter at Petrosian that like had to deal with them and they kept like like there was a waiter at the restaurant where they where Jonathan took them for caviar and like you could tell he was like exhausted by having to deal with these people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, there's that's where we're at. Um thank you all for listening and leave us a five star review and rating. There's links to the Patreon and our Instagram. And yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening, guys.